Welcome back to Spend, Donate, Invest. This is where we talk about the ways we can line up our values in terms of the type of world we'd like to build. And we try to line up those values with what we're doing with our money. So I'm talking about where we invest, where we save our money, and how we spend our money. If you ever have something that you're thinking about, please drop a note and your topic might get picked for a future episode. I'll share the email address at the end of the show. So one topic that has come up a lot on this show is socially responsible investing. Some people call it sustainable investing or values-based investing, ESG investing, whatever you want to call this type of investing, impact investing. It's where you take a moment to pause and consider how the company is running itself in regards to its impact on the world. So this type of investing continues to become more popular. For a lot of us, it just isn't enough to try to maximize returns. We want something more than that. And in fact, in 2020, 17 trillion dollars of professionally managed assets investors were considering environmental, social, and governance issues, ESG for short. Last year, climate change was the number one issue for investors. Now, most Americans invest through their 401ks, and they don't have extra money to invest on their own. So that means if they are interested in social respons- socially responsible investing, they're going to need to do it through their 401k at work. The Department of Labor has been going back and forth for years over whether or not they would allow 401ks to include those ESG type of considerations. So today's episode is more of a current events type of episode, and this is the latest, at least in terms of uh, the time of recording. In short, there's a legal fight going on about whether or not investment managers should be allowed to consider these values that a lot of us investors are concerned about, like the environment, for example. In November of 2022, the Department of Labor made a ruling called Prudence and Loyalty relating to selecting plan investments and exercising shareholder rights. And what the new rule does is it allows 401k managers to consider climate change, environmental, social, governance type of issues when they're making investment decisions and when they're voting on shareholder resolutions and board nominations. They don't have to, okay? The Department of Labor didn't rule that, you know, that 401k managers have to take those things into consideration, only that they can. And there was some pushback to this. And heads up, (laughs) they're using the word woke incorrectly again. So a few months after the Department of Labor made that ruling in January of 2023, 25 states, that's half of America, filed a federal lawsuit stating that the rule, and here's a quote, prioritizes woke environmental, social, and governance investing over protecting the retirement savings of approximately two-thirds of the U.S. population. And so in early March 2023, a bill passed that 
tried to overturn the Department of Labor's rule that had passed through the House and Senate. So we are going to have to wait and find out if President Biden vetoes this bill. The argument that opponents are are making to this whole concept is that ESG investing is being used to impose, you know, these scary liberal ideologies onto companies and their employees. And it's kind of wild to see. Mostly on this podcast, we've talked about how ESG doesn't go far enough, (laughs) but there are people sounding the alarm that it's already going too far. So they're arguing that, you know, considering ESG means you won't maximize profits, and that's absolutely not what the data shows. When companies violate the basic ESG tenets, they have financial losses. That has been proven. We've talked about that on the podcast before. There have been several studies going back for quite some time that prove that ESG companies are more profitable and they have higher valuations and they're less likely to suffer suffer major with um, drawdowns than their peers with lower ESG ratings. So if you want to read more about that, I'll link some sources for you. And the reason that's true is, and we can say that, I mean, with our chess, <laughs> is because ESG was never meant to be some kind of a goodness rating at all. That's what's so ironic about this legal battle. ESG is a risk rating. How risky is your investment in a company from an environmental standpoint? Are they likely to have an oil spill? Are they likely to cause a harmful explosion somewhere? That's how a company gets a bad ESG score. It's not about whether or not they're a sustainable company. (laughs) It's not about if they choose sustainable building materials or if they you know, power their operations using renewable energy sources? No, it's all about risk to your investment. The same with the S and the G of ESG. The S in ESG stands for social. And it's about the risk to your investment based on how the employees are paid, what type of benefits they get, etc., And the G stands for governance, and it's measuring the risk to your investment based on how the company governs itself. So, you know, for example, are they transparent about their board, for example? So that's what ESG is. It's it's a bunch of Wall Street types who are looking at companies and trying to find a more robust way to let you know if your money is safe being invested in a company according to more than just how much profit they've made in the past. Now, do I wish that there was a measure that actually told us if a company is exploiting the environment and our people? Absolutely. But we don't have that yet. And I know if you're listening to the show, you probably feel the same way. So honestly, to me, it's almost laughable that this tepid metric ESG (laughs) is inciting this much of a response. I don't know. Maybe the fact that they're fighting back this hard means that ESG is actually on to something. 
At the time of recording, we don't know yet if President Biden's going to veto the bill that wants to overturn the right for these investment managers to consider ESG types of issues. It feels like we're asking for the bare minimum, but I guess that's where we are. So let's see what happens. I think that's it for today. If there's something else you've been thinking about when it comes to lining up your money and your values, send me a note anytime. Did I even introduce myself today? I go by Gigi. That's short for Gennett Gimja. I'm your host here. You can drop me a line anytime. Just send your message to spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. Welcome to the new listeners. I see y'all and I hope you enjoy it here. Let's bring more people into this conversation, please. So if you know anyone that would be interested in this episode or another one, please do send them a link. If you're not sure which platform they use to listen to podcasts, you can send them an episode link from the show's website, which you can access anytime at spenddonateinvest.world. Spenddonateinvest.world dot world w-o-r-l-d all right let's talk again soon take care everyone